Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang back from uh, a week of <laughs> medical leave. My friend, I miss you and I heard you were wow, really ill. Eh? Yeah, my kid had HFMD and it kind yeah. of spread to the whole family. Yeah. So we were kind of down with that. And I have to say it was quite a struggle because we did not know what to expect and yeah oh. you, you said it was actually worse than experiencing COVID because with COVID at least this it's so publicized right what the symptoms are and it's it's more flu-like but for this one you had like what ulcers in your throat yeah yeah so that really put me out of action of course distracted me a lot so it wasn't really a good break I had to take care of my kid as well so yeah. I'm glad the worst of it is over and Ooh. glad to be back in the office so what did I miss and uh, you know <laughs> considering what you've been through don't bother about it just chill, bro. <laughs> um, but speaking of chill, um, we're going to take a look at some headlines worth watching out for this week. And it's going to be nice and cool, but not as snowy as previously in the Swiss Alps because uh, the global elite are headed back there for Davos. Uh, you did say, uh, or you do say, that there are a couple of big differences here. Yeah, so you've got... A lot of different, I guess, uh, issues at play here, including how the cost of living is now even more prominent prominent in the headlines these days. So when you have a big club of rich people and business leaders meeting yeah. up, it really becomes a very contrasting set of optics, right? You've got a lot of issues on the table, including climate change. Yes. And you've got all these people flying on private jets to talk about climate change. So it's become another flashpoint for people to just be divided about. But anyways, talking about who's going to be there, we have more than 100 Binance wow. attending. Now, of course, it's back to the January slot. Last year was in May, not yeah. as snowy. Yeah. The, day, yeah. the year before, it was an online event. So it's back to the January snowy mountain backdrop of the Swiss Alps. Now, lots of politicians are going to be there, no doubt. Mm. I am curious if you're getting any word on any politician or billionaires from, say, Russia, any politicians from China. Are we are we expecting anything All like right, that? The top leaders from Russia and China will not be there. Ah. We can expect China's Liu He and the heads of the EU and NATO to be among the top government leaders expected to be attending. Of okay. course, back in Singapore, uh, we have three ministers attending. Senior Minister Taman Shengbaratnam, Minister for National Development, Desmond Lee, and Minister for Communications and Information, Susvin Teo. So we can possibly look out for some headlines on that front coming through when they're going to be meeting and speaking in Davos. So that's going to be the focus. But I think the celebrities who will be attending yes. will also be making the news. Idris Elba is going to be there apparently. Among them, the and of course, they will be closely watched for the agendas to be pushing, mostly what's going to be on the green agenda in the quality gap yeah. so all those things again will be back in the headlines I can't wait for the selfie uh, Kristalina Georgieva and Idris Elba if she's attending that is I'm sure she is but I talked about China earlier Russia obviously I talked about that you know wondering whether or not that will be a topic of conversation with regard to the uh, Russia-Ukraine situation mm. we know the leaders of NATO will be there like you mentioned uh, but China now uh, over the weekend we have what they're calling an updated report of the COVID-related deaths over the past month since they have gone back from their zero covid policy and that number stands from at that number stands at 60,000 significant because they've been accused of not giving accurate numbers 
at all. Well, not as transparent as what some people claim. So that's going to be, I think, a topic as well at Davos. No, they want clearer, more detailed information. Yeah. Of course, it comes down to definitions as well. China has been narrowing the definition when it comes to COVID related deaths. It really has to be just COVID without any underlying issues. Yes. yes we talked about this. Um, declared or labeled as a COVID death. So that's been one of the many reasons why some people are taking the data of a pinch of salt. So that is just going to be affecting the policies by other countries when it comes to border restrictions mm. because they don't have enough data to work with, especially when it comes to the type of variants that um, the people in China have been affected with. So that's um, part of the focus as China reopens. And of course, they've been doing so in the past week and of course, we'll be seeing more Chinese tourists um, leaving for other countries in time to come. So that is starting to become an important conversation topic among the international community right now. All right, uh, quickly run us through some of the other notable things worth watching out for this week. I understand we're getting, I mean, definitely this is going to be very important, GDP data out of China tomorrow, I believe. It is. So talking about China and COVID, that's going to be in focus for the fourth quarter GDP numbers where we are expecting a bit of a moderation to 2.2% year on year from 3.9% in the third quarter before it starts to recover in 2023 when it comes to the growth numbers. So that's going to be looked at for the type of impact we will see in the fourth quarter numbers. But of course, with reopening uh, prospects expected to lift the full year numbers for this year, and that's going to be one to watch out for. And of course, we have the population growth numbers to watch out for in April as well. India is expected to overtake China in time to come. And that time is expected to be April when India's population will overtake China's. Wow. Don't underestimate that. Uh, A couple of other things to look out for. We've got some Japan trade data later this week, uh, as well as uh, Japan's December CPI. should be quite interesting to watch out for that because uh, they reopened sometime uh, the fourth quarter of last year. Mm. But just for fun, Ryan, I want to talk about this uh, to quickly wrap things up. On Thursday, Bangkok opens a new train terminal, only because we love going there. (laughs) And that's going to help with the traffic situation. Gosh, this is going to be a big game changer when it comes yeah. to not just domestic travel, but international travel. So it's called the Bangsu Grand Station. So it's been revamped from the former Bangsu Junction and it is going to be something that will connect the three main airports in Thailand plus all 52 rail routes in Thailand and eventually serve as a future link for the train stop in Kunming in China to Singapore. Mm. So it's going to be a long stretch eventually and this is going to be a, I guess, game changer when it comes to bringing people around in Thailand. Alright, thank you very much for that, Ryan. Ryan returns at 7.35 for the Finance Update. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.